Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Soundprints for the week of February 28, 2021. Here are some activities that are coming up in the next two weeks on the KCB Zoom line. For all of these calls, you dial 669-900-6833 and enter the code 862-9889-6972 from any landline or cell phone. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision invites everyone to its next Low Vision Support Group on Wednesday, March 3. Watch the KCB email list for the discussion topic. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired will hold its March meeting on Tuesday, March 9, from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time. The KCBPR Committee meets on Wednesday, March 10, at 8 p.m. Eastern, and the Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation Chapter meets on Thursday, March 11, at 8 p.m. Eastern, all on the KCB Zoom line. Here are some other calls that are on different phone numbers. The first is the American Council of Blind Lions. ACBL will meet on Thursday, March 4 at 9 p.m. We'll be planning for our programming at the ACB Virtual Convention in July, and there will be some time for attendees to share their club activities from their local areas. This is a community call, so check the community call email list for Thursday, March 4 for the Zoom information. You can also Obtain the information from the ACB Lions email list or call Carla Rushevel at 502-897-1472 for details. The Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind will hold its monthly meeting on Wednesday, March 10 at 7 p.m. Eastern. The conference call number is 605-475-4700 and the code is 155619. Have you attended a roundabout in February? If not, you've missed out on some good discussion and lots of fun. On February 19, we shared our collections, everything from dolls to music to knives to magazines and all points in between. This past Friday, we began with announcements and a review of the past week with ACB at the Leadership and Legislative Conference, and then page turners filled the rest of the time because we had so many good books to share. Now March is here, and we hope you'll join us from wherever you may be. The last in-person roundabout was a year ago, on Friday, March 6, 2020. On March 13, we had planned to attend the Reader's Theater play at the American Printing House for the Blind, but the play and everything else was canceled by that time, and so began virtual activities. We assumed we'd be meeting virtually for a few months, Little did we know or dream that a year later we'd still be holding virtual roundabouts. Come to Roundabout this Friday, March 5, for our COVID party roundabout style. We'll be playing blackjack and other games. It'll be a great time. And the fun continues on Friday, March 12, with our monthly bingo. All roundabouts are held on the KCB Zoom line. 
On Saturday, March 6, KCB will hold its first virtual mini crossroads training from 2 to 4.30 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. The title of this crossroads is Creating Connections. Have you had a conversation with someone on the phone or while riding on the bus or at school, church, the grocery, or the doctor's office, and that person had questions about blindness or low vision? When the conversation is over, have you found yourself wondering if you have given them the information they need? Do you know how to follow up with more help? Or are they lost forever when they walk away or hang up the phone? Since 2013, KCB has hosted one or two day crossroads leadership conferences designed to help attendees gain the skills they need to reach more people and build our organizations. This year, KCB is holding short crossroads events that will target very specific skills. This first crossroads, creating connections, getting and giving the scoop, will help us learn how to share the information people need while building connections to grow our chapters and KCB. This crossroads is scheduled for Saturday, March 6, from 2 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Sign up by calling the KCB office at 502-895-4598 by Wednesday, March 3. Open to all KCB and ACB members, no matter where you are. The Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana invites everyone to a special program on Monday, March 8 at 7 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. On December 2, the U.S. Department of Transportation released the final rule on traveling by air with service animals. The final rule went into effect on Monday, January 11. As a result, airlines may require passengers with service animals to provide written attestation to the behavior, training, and health of their service animals up to 48 hours in advance of a trip and at the gate before flying. The way these rules are being implemented keeps changing as the weeks go by. Attorney Melissa Amon, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Relations with the Seeing Eye, will be sharing the very latest updates about traveling with your service dog, including your responsibilities and information about the paperwork you will need to have in place before traveling at this very informative meeting sponsored by GDUKI. Plan to attend and invite others to be there also. Again, that's at 7 p.m. Eastern on Monday, March 8, on the KCB Zoom line. For reminders and announcements about these and other events, including the Zoom link or dial-in information for connecting to the calls from your landline, smartphone, or computer, visit the events page arranged by months on the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Rick Bogus does a great job of keeping that information up to date. Also, join the KCB email list by sending a subscription request to kcb at kentucky-acb.org or by completing the list subscription form on any page on the KCB website. ACB hosts about 90 community calls each week. Everything from tech how-tos to crafts, cooking, games, coffee breaks and chats, support groups, and much, much more. Sign up to receive a list of community calls in your inbox every day by sending a blank email message to acb-community-events plus subscribe 
at acblists.org. Large print calendars are now available free upon request from KCB. These calendars are a wall calendar that is a big 11 by 17 inches, and there's plenty of room for writing appointments, notes, and more things. Request a calendar by calling KCB at 502-895-4598 or by emailing us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Calendars are provided through the generosity of the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and you don't have to live in Kentucky to request one. It's membership time, and we'd like for you to join the KCB team now or renew your membership on the KCB team. KCB and its chapters help people with vision loss learn about resources and products that improve their daily lives. Our weekly magazine, Soundprints, website, Facebook page, newsletter, support groups, chapter meetings, and programs combine to touch the lives of people with vision loss all across Kentucky. The power of working together at the local, state, and national level is clear. Together, we continue to work for Medicare coverage of low vision devices. Together, we advocate for better education, transportation, accessible voting, daily living, and job-related programs for people with vision loss. Together, we're increasing the number of movies, DVDs, and TV shows with audio description. Together, we are helping to make technology websites, and electronic books more accessible to blind and visually impaired people. We are definitely better together. Help us make a difference. Join KCB now. Blind, visually impaired, and sighted members are welcome. Dues are just $8 for one year or $40 for a life membership. For more information or to join KCB, call us at 502-895-4598. Have your credit card ready, and we'll be happy to help you become part of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. We also would like to remind you that the Library Users of America, ACB Families, and ACB Lions all encourage you to become part of their organizations. All of these special interest groups in ACB hold informative conference calls and programs throughout the year, and provide excellent programming at the ACB National Convention. Dues for ACB families are $8 for one year. Dues for the Library Users of America are $12 for one year or $150 for a life membership. If you live in Kentucky, you can also choose to join Lua through our Tri-State Library Users Chapter for the $12 membership fee. And dues for ACB Lions is $15 a year or $150 for a life membership. For more information on any of the organizations or to pay dues by credit card, contact Carla Rushevel at 502-897-1472. This past week, the American Council of the Blind held its annual leadership conference and legislative seminar, but this time it was virtual. 30 Kentucky Council of the Blind members registered for the conference, an all-time high, and many participated in the virtual visits to Capitol Hill. Cheryl Lott, president of our Savvy Chapter in Owensboro, participated in the conference and Hill visits for the very first time, and she joins us on page 2 
to tell us about her positive experience in meeting with her congressman, Brett Guthrie, Republican from Kentucky's 2nd District. Cheryl also updates us on the activities and outstanding growth of the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired. We know you'll enjoy meeting Cheryl. One of the most frequently asked questions in ACB, no matter who or where you are, is what's being planned for the National ACB Convention. This year is no exception. Janet Dickelman, ACB coordinator from St. Paul, Minnesota, talks with us on page 3 about the second ACB virtual conference and convention. Last year's activity Last year's event was amazing, but this one promises to be even bigger and better. Janet shares the theme, dates, schedule information, major speaker announcements, what to expect in the exhibit hall, and much, much more. Join us on page 3 for the first major look at what's going to be happening at the ACB convention come July 16 to July 23, 2021. We hope you enjoy this week's sound prints, and we look forward to having you join us again next week. For more information about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or to request a subscription to sound prints on CD, give us a phone call at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Page 2. With me today on Sound Prince is Cheryl Lott. Cheryl is the president of the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, which is the KCB chapter in Owensboro, and she's also a member of the KCB Board of Directors, serving in her second term in that position. And Cheryl, we're just we're glad you're with us today on Sound Prince, and uh, you've had an interesting experience this last week. You were involved in the um, in the meetings with the uh, congressmen and senators. So uh, tell us a little bit about that and, uh, and and just give us a little uh, idea of your impression of your meeting, especially with your your congressman, Brett Guthrie. Well, you know, this is one of the things that, you know, I, I really didn't know even existed until I got involved with KCB. And I always thought how fun that would be to get to go to Washington, D.C. and to um, – you know, walk around on Capitol Hill and rub shoulders with the congressman and, um, you know, just had never gotten around to doing that. Well, this year it was going to be set up, obviously, as virtual and, um, you know, again, didn't think there was any reason why, you know, I couldn't be involved in it. So uh, Carla had called and asked would I participate and certainly I did and, um my deal was, uh, you know, they would give you an imperative. Now, ACB had identified three different bills that had not previously passed in Congress, and so they were kind of a leftover thing, if you will. So um, what they wanted us to do is to identify each one of those bills and talk to our congressmen about that. Well, you know, uh, we take on the challenge, and certainly it was uh, learning all about that bill. Mine was on the Medicare. Um, it had a really, really long name. You know, it was Medicare uh, Demonstration of 
coverage of low vision devices. Hard enough to remember, but at any rate, the um, the, the whole story of this particular bill was uh, put out there by uh, Congressman uh, Bill Rockus from Florida and Maloney from New York, and it was a bill where Medicare had some years ago had just quit paying for lenses, coverage of lenses, and that meant any kind of lens, not just eyeglasses or what have you. And um, people with low vision were kind of left out because we every day, with every day little tasks that we do, need magnifiers or CCTVs or some type of um, uh, additional things that we can use that will magnify uh, wording and, and such so we can know what's going on, simple tests like just reading the newspaper or reading our mail or those kinds of things. And so we were wanting for Medicare to start picking up the tab on some of these things because they were so expensive, I mean, up into the thousands of dollars. And so, um, you know, if they could buy wheelchairs and walkers and, and prosthesis, we wanted them to also help us to buy something that we could use every day. So that was the argument, if you will, that was my bill. And um, so we um, met on the Zoom line, and uh, Congressman Brett Guthrie met with us, and I found him to be so personable, very, very kind, and he was very good at listening. He uh, listened to us attentively, and um, he... uh, not only wanted to know about the bill, but he asked us specific questions about our own personal lives. Um, you know, well, what happened to you that you lost your vision? And, and you know, personal questions like that, of which, you know, we were we were glad to talk to him about. And um, there were three of us that, that did our talks, and then uh, Patty was uh, our facilitator, which kind of helped things move along. But um, it, it was just a great morning. I, I really felt like he listened to us, and he told us after we finished. I mean, Winter gave her talk about the transportation, and then Teresa gave her talk about exercise. And so we finished, and he, he again began to talk about little things, you know, about where did we live and where was that in the county and all this. He was trying to, uh, you know, get... Uh, all kinds of ideas about us in the second district. And so um, we finished up. He um, had a meeting with um, Congressman Bill Rockus right after we finished. He said, Gus is my best friend, and I'm going right this minute to talk to him. And so uh, he let us know that he would uh, talk to him intently about it and um, also that the congressman had... um, some vision issues himself, and he said, I never did ask him what it was, and I said, well, ask him about it. I'm sure he'll be glad to tell you, and so he he left us to go to a meeting with him, and, um, you know, and he said, I will let you know what what happens, and so uh, we left there feeling very good about what we had talked about. Uh, we left feeling that he had heard our, you know, uh, concerns and um, that 
if at all possible, there would be something done about the bills, but we felt like he at least had the support, you know, from our side. Um, so at any rate, it was, um, it was a great experience. Uh, like I said, it was my first, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like, at, uh, you know, if asked again, that I, I would like to do that again and, uh, you know, maybe meet with the different ones. But right now my favorite is uh, Guthrie. And um, so, uh, in fact, I'm thinking of calling him and seeing if he'll talk to my group at Savvy. But uh, it was a very, very good experience, so I felt really good about it. As Carla had mentioned, I am the president of the Support Alliance for the Visually Impaired. Uh, we call it Savvy uh, for short because it just takes a long time to say the name. And uh, Savvy has gone through some growing spurts. Uh, you know, I, I joined around four years ago and uh, quickly was talked into taking a, a leadership role there, started out as a director of, for the board, and um, there were so many people that, you know, around an average of 20 members at that time. And um, they they were glad to get together but they just didn't they didn't talk much and visit and that kind of thing of which bothered me so uh first thing i began to do was um go around and introduce myself and and get people talking to each other and um you know before long they were talking so much that we have to yell just to call the meetings to order so they like to visit <laughs> And they like to laugh, and it's 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 a great it's a great thing. Um, I think we're all uh, probably a uh, a shot in the arm to each other. We've become very close knit, and it's um, it's a family. And uh, if you've ever joined a group or was a part of a group that um, you were that close and you felt the closeness as in a family, you you really are a family, and. Um, we have uh, stuck our neck out, so to speak. Well, why can't we do this, or why can't we do this, or whatever? Just trying to get some more activity and some more interest in the group. Um, and we've, um, this past year, had uh, four members that died, and it was extremely a difficult year for us, besides COVID on the side. And so, um, you know, we've been meeting as everyone else on the Zoom line. And uh, uh, we continue to have programs that we think are of interest to the group. Not always is the program of interest to the group. You know, you, some things are better than others. And um, they're not much on technology, but um, they, they certainly do like to hear from, well, anybody that wants to come and talk to us. We uh, invite as many people as want to come along and join us to to do that. And, um, of course, this year we were worried about um, the the COVID and, you know, the strains that it had put on the group. And we were worried about maintaining our role. Um, you know, all of our members, uh, we would call them on the phone or send them a card in the mail or, you know, just try to keep in touch with them. We set up a telephone committees that would call these people, you know, several of them would uh, 
you know, take two or three a piece and, and call them and make sure that they were doing okay. And if there were any concerns that they had, then they would call me back and we would make sure everybody in the, the club knew about it. Um, so uh, that's the way we've kept up with each other this, you know, through the COVID. Um, but this time we were worried about, like I said, um, keeping up with the, the membership. We didn't feel like we had gotten to do very much. You know, we had planned trips and, and to dine out together and go to movies and that kind of thing, and we didn't get to do any of that. And so uh, to keep the interest there, we we decided, the board voted, to pay for the dues this this year for all of our people uh, up until March the 15th. And so we began to call them, and they were so excited that that we would do that. And it was kind of like a shot in the arm to all of us. And so we um, managed to keep all of our members, and then we began to add a, a person or two. And we had several referrals, um, some from Carla. Uh, we got some on our um, Facebook page and uh are different ones that would call about us and just ask about Savvy. And so immediately, of course, we would call them back. And as a result of that, we have taken in seven new members. Um, this is a first for us. And so right now I think our count is around 31 members, which is the largest group that we've ever had. So we're very excited about that. But at the that same time, I'm beginning isn't that good? And uh, yes. <laughs> we're we're so excited about it. And uh, we've started having committee meetings. And I decided it's it's time to, you know, step up to the plate. We've got new members now, and we're going to have to um, involve them and keep them interested in the group, and you know, keep keep it going. And so there's going to be uh, maybe a few changes. Uh, you know, this next year, but hopefully uh, we're going to be able to meet together again before long. Uh, we keep hoping, and uh, possibly by the the uh, spring, early summer, that we might be able to at least get to the park together. So we'll see how that goes, but we're really excited about the year and some of the activities. Um, and like I said, we're trying to think outside the box uh, we've reformed a, a membership committee that's going to be, you know, hopefully right on top of things and keep all of our members, you know, um, talking to each other and informed about each other and stuff. So I think that's key. I think that's key, just the communication. And we've we've got a lot of great people. So I'm I'm very proud to be uh, the president of the group, and um, we'll see what happens this next year. Carol, that's, that's tremendous. I, first, I'm just so pleased that you enjoyed the meeting and had a great experience with Brett Guthrie in the uh, in the legislative uh, activities this last week. Yeah, it's always yeah. good when a new person, a person that hasn't done this in the past, has a good mm -hmm. experience like that. And we don't always get to meet with the members of Congress. Oftentimes, right. when we go there, we get we have to meet with a staff or I say. It's not that we have to do it. It's that sometimes right. that is a good thing. A lot of people think, well, oh, I didn't get to meet with the members, so this hasn't been successful. Sometimes that can be very successful. But 
Right. It sounds it sounds as if that your meeting this past week was one of those that are right at the top of the list. It's a, a tremendous A number one, A plus meeting that would be up there with some of the best that we've had over the years. So that's yeah. a wonderful thing that you had that experience. And your activities with Savvy and your leadership down there have been tremendous. And seven new members for a chapter in, in a year is, that's amazing. Um, we're going to have this crossroads on contact next week and uh, on yeah. Saturday. And uh, you're involved with that planning. And I'm looking forward to some of the things that you're going to be helping to do next week. I think you have a lot that we all can learn from. So congratulations. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you get so your, much. Let's give yes. your phone number. Yeah, let's, let's, let's give your phone number and also okay. your um, email address, if you don't mind. So okay. that if there's someone listening who would like to know more about Savvy, they can give you a call. Okay. Uh, and I did say, I think I did mention that we have several guests that you don't have to be a member of Savvy to join us. Uh, we've got several members. Uh, one comes to mind from Bowling Green area, and he's been a faithful attendee uh, for several months in a row now. So uh, we're reaching out wherever we can just to rub shoulders with uh, anybody who wants to be a part so um, my home telephone number is 270-686-8689, and uh, my email address is slott22353 at yahoo.com. And okay. I would love to hear from you. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you and uh, welcome you. Call me. We'll get you on the Zoom line. And uh, our meetings are the second Tuesday of every month, and we meet from one until three. That's Central Time uh, on the Zoom line. So um, please join us. We'd love to have you. Great. Well, thank you, Cheryl. We're so glad to have you on Sound Princess Week and hear all the good things that are happening there in Owensboro. And uh, yeah, we we just look forward to. More great things coming from Savvy. More things. Well, thanks for asking me to do this. And, uh, you know, I've learned a lot from KCB and and Savvy. So uh, there's more to come, I'm sure. So thanks so much. Page three. I'm talking with Janet Dickelman today about the upcoming ACB conference and convention, which is going to be this summer, of course. It's going to be virtual again. She's going to be telling us all about the plans that are away and also give us a look at what's coming up in a year or two after that. Janet is the ACB convention coordinator. She's from St. Paul, Minnesota, and she's been doing this convention for a long time. And we know that, as usual, it's going to be absolutely superb. So welcome, Janet Soundprint. Thank you for that great introduction. That was a very nice introduction. Yes, this is number 10. I can't believe it. <laughs> you should be very happy. That since, for those of you who don't know, Carla was my predecessor as convention coordinator, and she did it for many, many, many years. And she, was, she laughs at me now when I'm going crazy with convention preparations, and she says, Janet, with me. it has gotten so much more involved 
especially with the virtual components that have come up in the last year. But even before then, the convention has gotten more involved each year with new things, new ideas, new concepts. And when it gets close to convention, even when like April comes, I am so glad you're sitting in that chair instead of me. <laughs> you're well, just doing great jobs. <laughs> I, I do love doing it 99.9% of the time. No, no, I, I right, right. <laughs> I'm very honored to be the coordinator of ACB's annual conference and convention. And yes, this year, we will be virtual again in 2021. Our convention dates are Friday, July 16th through Friday, July 23rd. And our convention theme, I had a contest and I offered, I don't know if it was because I offered a $25 Amazon gift certificate or it was because we have a lot of creative people, but I sent out an email and I think in the first 15 minutes, I had 40 different suggestions, and it just oh continued. My goodness. But our convention theme for this year is ACB, Better Together Wherever We Are, which really encompasses our virtual nature, I think, because even though we can't be in person, we are together wherever. Yes. And, of course, we're all looking forward to being back in person in 2021. But I'll tell you, the virtual convention is – you know, we know that it's the wave of the future and the one wonderful, one of the wonderful things about having the convention virtually is we attract a lot more people and we are a people who aren't able to attend in-person conventions came in 2020 who couldn't get away because of work or family considerations or finances. And it was wonderful to have so many first time attendees. And I hope that we will do the same for 2021. And I know the affiliates, it was great for all of our special interest affiliates. And as Carla can attest to, you really ramped up your membership at convention and after the convention, didn't you? Yes. Yes. It was, it was, great for the special interest groups in that way because it gave a chance to spotlight each of them and all of the podcasts that have been available after that, just the additional programming that we could do. Um, families is such a good example because normally families would have two activities at the convention. Would three you have five last year? We had five, five yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. And the same thing was true uh, for the others as well. Um, Lions may have three this year. We know we're going to have our two. But the programming that we could have was so much more varied. And we had people there that we could have never brought to convention. So tell us, Janet, about how this will all be set up this year. Because it's going to be bigger than last year. It is going to be bigger than last year as far as the fact that we have ACB Radio has authorized five, at least five consecutive streams at any given time. So that means we can have five live events that people can listen to on ACB radio or through your Lady A device or call in and listen to on the phone or, of course, attend in person via Zoom platform. So I'm trying to work with all the affiliates and committees and business partners so that we can move things around as much as so that we can have everybody can be live streamed via ACB radio, which will be wonderful. And of course, as Carla mentioned, all of those sessions will be podcasts. 
in addition to our five ongoing streams, we will also have audio described tours. And I think we had 18 or 19 of them. We had several each day, and then they were rebroadcast a couple of times over that day. And they were audio described tours of various things. We had Mount Rushmore, we had the White House, we had the Holocaust Museum. I do not know what we're going to have for 2021. I have, there are people who are working on that and they, as soon as I have that information, I'll send out the list of the tours that we're going to have, but those were very, very popular. We're also going to have our exhibit hall as we did last year, but in addition to the recorded presentations by the exhibitors, any exhibitor who wishes to can set up a Zoom room and we will give that information out. We will post that on our website and on email lists and all over the place. So if you want to talk to a particular vendor, they will have their posted Zoom information and their posted times for availability. So you can actually hear their recorded presentation and you can actually go in via Zoom or telephone and speak with someone from the particular company. So that's going to be a second layer to our exhibit hall. And I think that's going to be pretty wonderful. We kind of did something like that at our convention in Minnesota in January. And the vendors that I've spoke to said they really liked the way that that was handled and being able to talk to vendor to attendees in person. So I think that's going to be a great addition. Our opening general session will be Sunday, July 18th, that evening. And then Monday through Friday, we will have daily general sessions. And this year, we're going to do something that we were not able to do in 2020. We are going to be able to have voting at the convention. And this is going to be very exciting because anyone who is a member of ACB is going to be able to vote. So it's very important that you do get your membership paid up for ACB or through your affiliate and make sure we have your proper contact information. And especially if you have an email address, we want to have that so that we can send out each person will get an individual voting code. So if you have email, we will send it to you via email. Otherwise, we'll send it to you in print and or Braille. But if you can, if you have an email address, email would be the preferred because that we know that you will get it right away and you will have it. You can just save it in your email. And then for each election, you will use that code and you can either vote online or there will be a phone number that you can call and you can vote either telephonically or you can even speak with an individual to cast your ballot. So this is really an exciting first for ACB to be able to have elections at our virtual convention. So please make sure that you get your membership in. Uh, membership is due. Carla, you're doing the membership for Kentucky. When is membership due? Any new members need to be turned in and into the system by March 15th. March 15th, okay. Renewals can come in after that, but that needs to be turned in by March 31. March and 30. that is to count on the affiliate vote, um, an individual will be able to join in May. And Janet, I'm not sure exactly what, in fact, even up into June, 
um, an individual will be able to join, but um, that they would not be able to count with their affiliates. For those of you who don't know, for our elections, what we do is we have, basically, it's a two-tier voting. We have the individual vote, which everyone who's a member of ACB is able to vote for this year. And this is something we've never been able to do because in the past, it was only people who attended the convention. So now this is any ACB member, period, can vote. So that is one part of our election system. And then we have what Carla was talking about, the affiliate voting. Each state and special interest affiliate has a certain number of votes depending on their membership rosters. So that's what Carla was talking about, about getting your membership in by March 31st so that you can be counted towards your affiliate so that Kentucky or CCLVI or whatever affiliate you're involved with is given a number of votes based on their total number of members. So it's very important if you want to be represented by an affiliate that you get your membership information in. Voting will start on Monday with our first morning general session. And we have um, president, first vice president, second vice president, secretary, and treasurer. All those positions are up for election. And then we have several board positions and several board of publications positions that are also up for election. And the reason we have so many this year is because we could not vote last year. We couldn't vote last year, right. Right. And so the five board positions that we would have elected last year got held over to this year. So they'll be voting on those positions. Those will be one-year things, I would imagine. And then those BOP positions, Board of Publications. Yes, Board of Publications. Yeah, they would have been elected last year, too. So that means we have 13 positions. So, Janet, have there been, um, do you have just a sneak preview of a few of the things that people are planning to do that the uh, affiliates maybe are talking about doing or the committees that you can share with us? Yes, yes, yes. I would be happy to talk about that. Um, I do know that the Friends in Art Showcase, is going to be Friday evening on the 16th. And Saturday evening, normally we have the Academy Award winning, that's easy for me to say, um, movie. And we are going to show that in audio description Saturday evening. And I think we're also going to do something about get moving, about exercise, I believe, Saturday evening. Uh, That is not for certain yet. Sunday evening is our opening general session. Monday evening, we are having a session on audio description. We did this last year, and that was a really, really popular evening session because we had industry leaders from uh, from Amazon, we had from Google, we had from Comcast, and they were all talking about what they're doing, uh, Netflix, all about what they're doing for um, in regards to audio description. On um, Tuesday evening, we will have our ACB auction, which is always very popular, which is great. You don't have to be in the auction room to bid. You just come in via Zoom and and bid on any item that you're interested in. Wednesday evening, we are having a session on financial freedom, about banking online, doing a lot of your financial transactions online with with lots of, again, industry people will talk about what they're doing to make 
uh, financial accessibility. And uh, Thursday evening is our banquet. And our banquet speaker, I'm very excited to announce, is Peter Sagel. And for any of you who listen to NPR, Peter is the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And he is really, he's funny, he's engaging, he's a news hound, he's right on top of whatever's going on in the news. And also, he is a marathon runner, and he has run, he ran in the Boston Marathon and was a guide for someone who was a blind runner, and they crossed the finish line five minutes before the bombing in Boston. So I'm sure he'll talk about that a little bit. So that's going to be, he'll be our banquet speaker Thursday evening. And then Friday, the 23rd of July, we are going to do our, um, that we are hoping is the opening day of the Olympics. And we're going to focus on the Olympics. We're going to have a lot of interviews, hopefully with people who are doing the audio description and talk with some Olympians or Paralympians. And we have some other things that we're working on to make this a totally Olympics extravaganza for our final evening of the convention. But also, let me just talk a little bit about what some of the other affiliates are planning on doing for their sessions. ACB Diabetics are planning sessions Four days of sessions, a diabetics A to Z, basically. Everything you need to know about diabetes. I know that our next generation is are planning numerous sessions. Uh, they're going to do some collaboration with our friends in art. I know they're going to do some sessions on podcasts or making podcasts. Our friends in art is going to do a harp session on harp playing, where there'll be some individuals playing the harp. Um, our transportation and environmental access groups are getting together, and they're going to talk about safe traveling safely and pedestrian safety. That's going to be a three days of sessions, I believe, is what they're planning on doing for that. We have um, CCLVI will do their... Um, Vendor Showcase, as they've done the last few years, and they will also have daily sessions. Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is planning a session, and so are Rehab, where they're going to talk with uh, heads of state rehabs and how we can be involved with them and what they need from us and what you know how we can all work together, that type of thing. I know that um, we will have our prose and poetry as we have done in the past where people can read their original poems. Information Access is going to do their 411 from the IAC as they always do, which is always very popular. They tell you all about the cutting edge on everything that's going on with um, technology. That's all, that will be Saturday afternoon. Our sister power, our ACB women, they always have a sister power breakfast where they have two women who talk about their lives as outstanding blind women. Well, this year, since we're not really getting together for breakfast um, and we have general sessions in the morning, this year they're calling it sister power happy hour, and it's going to be Saturday afternoon. Multicultural Concerns is going to be doing several different things. Um, International Relations is going to have 
their session and as they did last year they're hoping to get people from and this is a you know wonders of zoom they can have people from all over the world as they did last year uh talking about their lives in various countries you mentioned multicultural and um they and families are working together we've just uh, smoothed out a lot of it we're still working on the panelists of course but you know janet with all of the the racial unrest and so on we we don't want to forget about some of the history and the emphasis on history uh, and a few years ago, there was a very good program that Michael Hudson presented at APH about the history of the desegregation of our school for the blind here in Kentucky. Oh, and he had yeah. had some he had done some research about when the other schools that uh, were segregated when they desegregated. We're going to do a, a history um, presentation. Michael's going to put it together. And it's going to be talk about the different, how the schools were different, how the desegregation happened. Ah. And, and just in talking with Mike and Pe Michael and Peggy Garrett uh, about it, when I, when I called Peggy to suggest the issue, uh, the, the topic, and Michael says, well, what did he say about Texas in that, in that research? And I said, well, I, I think he just had the dates and things. Can you tell us more about Texas? And he says, yeah, I was there. Oh, good. <laughs> so uh, the whole thing, Mike Hudson wants us to have uh, two or three people representing different schools. And also uh, we probably will have an administrator that was involved. At oh, the that was there at the time. That'll be wonderful. Yes. Well, or who, or, uh, or, or who is you know, involved now as a, uh, as a black person. So we will see how that turns. I think it will be a great session. And with Mike Hudson spearheading and putting it together, it's going to be. Oh, fabulous. that'll be, that'll be really good. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have confirmation on this, but I know that the Braille Revival League talked about doing a segment on Braille graphics. I think that would be really good. That'll be interesting. Um, virtually. Yes, I think. Yes, yes. I'm not sure. And the employment committee is going to do a couple of sessions this year which is going to be great they're talking about um maybe an interactive session on developing interviewing skills mm -hmm. um and they're talking about doing a couple of other things um about positions that people have who are blind visually impaired maybe unusual positions so they're talking then, about doing something like that and then there will be at the end of the day during the day, whatever, there will always be the fun session. I'll bet you that, that uh, BRL will do games with Ralph. I think they're going to, and yeah. I know that CCLVI is going to do their game night. You and know it. And I think families is maybe going to work with them on a, on a, a family feud night. So, oh, that would be fun. That yeah. would be a lot of fun. And of Families course, is going to have a campfire again. Are you? So, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a campfire. And we're not Good. exactly sure when, but it might be Saturday night. Saturday so, night would be a great yeah. time. I think that yeah. would be that would be really good. And yeah. um, also, we know that groups are going to have mixers, and we are also going to have a. People have said, well, the one bad thing about being virtual is you don't really get to chat with friends oh, during virtual. the virtual convention. So yeah. we are going to have some kind of a virtual hospitality room where you can just go in and talk to people, whoever might be in there. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yep. So 
we will try to get, you know, board position, people and officers and just, you know, people coming in and out who you may know or may want to get a chance to talk to. And But in general, it's just going to be open for people to just go visit. Well, we're going to keep people busy from morning until night. We are. And Whether we you like be. serious stuff or fun stuff or things, a good mix in between. Janet, tell us about the times that things will begin in the morning and 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 how this will run. Oh, just a tad of how this will run through the day. All right. We will start, and these are all Eastern times. So general sessions will start at 10.30 a.m., and run to 2 p.m. Prior to general session, we're going to do like we did last year and have the reading of the newspaper. And we'll have the ACB Connect shows, kind of the, I call them the pregame and the postgame shows that we'll have with Tony <laughs> Stevens uh, just before general sessions open and after they're, after they're completed. So we'll have those from uh, 10 to 10.30 a.m. and from 2 to 2.30 p.m. And then our sessions are going to be 2.30 to 3.45, 4 to 5.15, 5.30 to 6.45. And then we're going to start back up again at 7.30 with our evening with ACB and evening sessions. Uh, Friday, the 16th, 17th, and 18th, we'll be able to start a little earlier in the day because we won't have sessions um, we won't have general sessions, so we'll start our programming earlier in the day. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to do some great things on Sunday like we did last year um, and uh, do do our mass and do our um, do a couple of other things, religious activities for people who are interested in that Sunday morning and also do a lot of fun things. I know. I know families did some things and Lions did some things Sunday morning and teachers usually do a morning thing. So I'm everyone's still getting their information into me. So I'm just, you know, now starting to get an idea of what we're going to be having when as far as the committees and affiliates and business partners. I've I've heard from my first uh, business partner who wanted to who scheduled a session is Envision America, and they want to do something that first Friday, uh, the 16th at 4 p.m., so look for that. And if you're not on the convention announce list, I have a one-way announce list, and it's an email. Um, as it gets closer to the convention, you'll get more emails. Right now, I'm trying to send something out once a week just to keep people Remind, remembering about the convention, keep it in your mind. And if you're not receiving those emails, you can send a blank email to ACB convention and then the plus sign subscribe at acblists, L-I-S-T-S dot O-R-G. So ACB convention plus sign subscribe at acblists dot O-R-G. And yes, they did just change the list, so that's where the plus sign came in. So I have to keep remembering that. Um, <laughs> Carla, I haven't been watching our timing. Do you want me to talk a little bit about future conventions? Do we have time, or we have about two or three minutes? Okay, let me just tell you, give you guys a little rundown of what's happening with future conventions. My plan, of course, my plan was that we would be 
together in 2021, but we all know how plans went. But I can't imagine, you heard me say this here first, I hope I'm not wrong, that we will all be able to be together in Omaha in 2022. And that will be at the Hilton in Omaha. And the convention dates for Omaha are Friday, July 1st of 2022 through Friday, July 8th. And that, and then in 2023, we will be in Schaumburg, which is where we were planning on being in 2020. That is Schaumburg, Illinois, outside of Chicago. And convention dates for that are June 30th through July 7th. And All right. we're working on future conventions. So, All right. And well, I'd like to give out, if I may, my email and phone number, if anyone yes, wants please. to reach out to me. My yes. email is Janet.Dickelman. So it's J-A-N-E-T dot D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N at gmail.com. And my phone number is 651 428-5059. And please make sure you get your membership dues in so that you can vote because this is an ACB first and you want to be a part of that. Yes. Well, thank you, Janet. This has been really great. You Actually, are welcome. There's and enough detail. We could go on for another 15 or 20 minutes, but this is a wonderful well, first look. I want to come back in a couple more months when I can really tell you more about what's going on as far as the affiliates and committees and business partners. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and uh, really appreciate you taking time today to talk with us, and a uh, great job that you did last week at the uh, ACB convention, and just keep up the good work. We really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.